We've been married for 10 years, but to be honest, our first couple of years were kind of rough. I mean, we barely made it through the honeymoon. These days, everyone wants to reach relationship goals, but very few people really know what it takes. We've passed the 10-year milestone in our marriage, but we're still learning. So whether you're thinking about getting married, engaged to be married, or happily or unhappily married, we want to invite you into our conversation to hear what we've learned in our journey and how we keep love in the middle. All right, welcome to episode number Fizzle. No, I can't believe you just said that. Bye. <laughs> For those of you who don't understand, episode number five. You said Fizzle. <laughs> I'm Laban Reeves. I'm Charity Reeves. And this is the Love in the Middle podcast. We are married. I mean, man, we are well into this 11 years. How has 11 years been for you so far? Like this 11th year? The 11th year? I don't know. I think after a certain while, it becomes kind of like, ooh, kind of coasty a little bit. That's scary. I don't think coasty is necessarily a good thing. I think coasty is good. Bumpy is, I don't like bumpy. I think coasty is like when you lose the romance. No. Things I'll, are just kind of like on autopilot. No. Okay. So let me re-describe that. When I say coasty, I mean, there is a point where I'm like, I know you and you know me. So some of those little landmines, it's like. We don't, we don't step on the landmines as often as we did before. I was about it's to like, say, I thought you were about to say we don't step on the landmines at all. I'm like, no, oh, as it, we don't step on them as often because it's true. like, you know, oh, I, my, I know Laban. He's going to hate that. Or I know Laban. He's going to love that, you know. <laughs> Whereas before it's like, I didn't know. And you just, you stepped in it, you know. And so that's what I mean, like coasty. So I think we have of course, we have new challenges and new adventures and things like that. But I think because we're coasty, it's, it makes those new challenges um, fun. and Really? No, it's just fun in a like... I, I want to know what these fun new challenges that- are. Because I don't find any challenges fun. <laughs> when I say fun, it's like, oh, okay, we're doing a thing. So right, like right now, we're, um, we're working on our own business, right? We couldn't have done this five years ago. Say we're going to start a business. That would we that would have been awful because okay. we just had too That's many fair. landmines. It was like no 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 we don't work well together. Let's just stay out of that. Now it's like oh let's start a business together and because we know each other's landmines for the most part. It's like oh okay I know your crew I know you know. So that's what I mean when I say coasty. So maybe coasting is the wrong word. Maybe um, I don't know. You come up with a word. Um, <laughs> autopilot. No, I feel like yeah, that no, sounds joking. worse. Totally oh joking. my that god. Is pretty bad. <laughs> We did not want to be on autopilot. I say um, coasty. I like coasty. I'm okay, coasty. Yeah, I can. I, I, I say coasty, not coasting. Just coasty. Coasty. Okay. Yeah, we can work with that. <laughs> if I come up with a better word, I'll make sure to let let all the listeners know. Okay. Well, before we even get started, I just want to just encourage everybody. You know, this is episode five, so if you've been liking it, or maybe you don't like the whole thing, if you like a part of it, hit subscribe and and leave a comment, <laughs> leave a leave a good five star rating. If you like a part of it, if there's one thing that you've gotten positive out of, give us a five star rating. And if you if something that you don't like, I think say you might want to try and then say what it is. Okay, yeah, we can take we can take we could we would love to have positive feedback feedback. Yeah, yeah, you know, let us let us know what's what's working well. Let us know what isn't going good. What what you know, and if you have ideas mm-hmm. topics you know we have a list of i think we are like 55 different topics or maybe, <laughs> maybe it's 50 because we've knocked out five yes. or this will be the fifth one and today's topic is boundaries 
boundaries. And it's kind of like a part two, because last last episode we talked about uh, protecting your relationship against infidelity. And it was very personal and very, you know, very, I think, uh, related a little bit more towards when you're married. And uh, we told some juicy stories. I, I think we, we almost called them salacious. No, we, we you retracted, used the word salacious. We retracted the salacious <laughs> off of the stories. But, Siri but they had were to juicy. tell us what salacious really meant. <laughs> <laughs> they were juicy. So if you didn't listen to episode four, go back and check out episode four because it's the precursor to what we're going to talk about today. Um, but it is, you know, it, we're, we're, our goal, like our goal is to help you, help you, the listener, help you and your friends, you know, really be successful at relationships and not just have a great dating experience. Like that's not our goal here. We want you guys to have relationships that kind of lead to something, you know, like that lead to marriage. And we want to help you guys get to 11 years and beyond, right? Mm. Like get to, to where we are. We don't want, you know, I think, I think in uh, America and in, in dating culture, there's this, you know, this endless dating thing. Now everybody complains they can't find a real this, they can't find a real that, or they can't find what they can't find and why aren't there. You know what I mean? Mm. And I think it's a, a big part of the reason why people who want to get into a serious relationship and eventually want to be married while they're having a lot of trouble is because they don't have a healthy uh, foundation. They don't have healthy um, habits and, and healthy you know, ways, principles that they're living by that will actually help them get to that long term, get to marriage. Well, a lot of people are guessing some like, I mean, I, I, a lot of people, I mean, I don't mean, I never saw too many healthy relationships or healthy marriages, I think. Um, before I, I came, you know, I came to the church and then I was like, oh, okay, this is what it's supposed to look like. But I think there's also negative stigma around marriage or how marriage is supposed to be or what it means or um, or what it has been or what it means for so many people. There's a lot of fear around yeah. being married. And um, I think I think we've learned, I think we even came into our marriage with some of those ideas and stigmas and things like that i was like wait a minute i don't think that's what it is we got an episode <laughs> on that expectations uh so we had spoken to let go yeah so i think i think looking at marriage more as um a partnership um i think i, I don't even think that that even does does it justice that word does it justice necessarily but i think i love to i can't wait till we we talk about what marriage really is for us and i think i'd had to, i had to let go of some of the old thoughts of what i thought marriage was and then i'm like oh i like how we're doing it yeah and and, and so the our goal is to help you guys take the guesswork out of it and i think there's so many things that we've learned that we learned there early on we had a lot of great coaches or maybe a few great coaches. I'm going to say a lot. We had a few good coaches. We saw other healthy married couples. And so when we were in the premarital, we were a dating phase. Like we really, I think, you know, God was good to us. We got, we got, we had a pretty good, but it took some discipline. It took some discipline. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Based off of what we saw from those other people. Boundaries. Boundaries, right? Boundaries that you can implement not just boundaries for when you get married, but boundaries that you should implement 
from the dating stage? I think as we talk about this, I want to ask people to be open-minded. I think some of these things we're going to talk about is going to be like, wait, what? You know, and we kind of go into the we current... We're going to throw you off. The current thinking and the culture of how things are done now, which I don't see it from my perspective. I don't see it working for people. It's not so, working for people. Like, it's not working. So, so listen, so. if you if you come into this episode with a closed mind, we're going to throw you off. Like, we're going to say a couple things where you're going to be like, nah, or just kind of really, you might even reject it completely. But what we're saying, what we're suggesting is, hey, listen, if you're trying to get to 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 get married or and you want to really have a if you're not trying to get married i'm just say this just straight up like like if you're just trying to have a, a endless dating relationship this might not be the podcast for you <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like we're not really necessarily you know i think you could take the tools and tips that we give uh, and experiences yeah, huh? i think it still work for and, yeah, and it could work for your long dating thing right but we, you know, we're here for a, a, a greater reason, and because we believe in the institution of marriage, and we believe that I, I hate even calling it an institution, but we believe in marriage, like we really do. And I think it'll be so amazing to see more. Um, we're African American, you know, for those who might not know, but to see more young African Americans getting married and having successful marriage. I want to see the needle move on successful marriages. Yeah, because I think people, people people want it deep down inside. But they're so afraid because they don't see it working. Yeah. And I believe that marriage is made to work 100%. Now, I think the other thing we have to say, too, is that a lot of times we talk about church and from the Christian perspective. And even if you're not Christian, I, I want to encourage you to keep listening because I think the principles we talk mm, about, absolutely. you know, um, will lead to healthy relationship for you. Period. Period. <laughs> Period. But we do tell a lot of church stories because that's our context. I'm a pastor, and my wife is a pastor's wife, <laughs> and, and she leads yeah, in the I can't church. Yeah, you just and, said that. Yeah, no, take I, that, I, I did that. That, that was just so You did funny. that on purpose. I know, I did do that you on purpose. You did that on purpose. She hates when oh she hates gosh. to be called first lady. She hates oh to be called gosh, the pastor's I'm wife. Right now. She just hates all these things. And, and <laughs> honestly, I don't, I don't necessarily like be called pastor Laban. Like, just call me Laban. That's who I am. Uh, that's the name that I was given at birth, and mm. I enjoy that name. And the minute you start putting a, the the title of pastor i still have the responsibility that's the role i the function that i play in the church but man once you put that on me you know what i mean it kind of you kind of start to separate us <laughs> and <laughs> and i think yeah you know i have certain you know responsibility and and you know um leadership in people's lives but you know if you're a christian there's gifts that you have too and i think the minute we start titling and you know we put the hierarchy to it and yes, there, there, there should be, you know, that. And I'm not, I don't want to get too deep into this because that's not even what we're talking about here. But once you start doing all that. I'm wondering where you're going you start with this. To, you start to separate <laughs> us. And I just believe that, yeah. I mean, that's a conversation for a whole nother podcast. What am I talking about? That is just totally off topic. No, but, totally I, but there, it's not really because I think. Okay, yeah, bring um, it you, back. You were make talking. Make it make sense. Because This is us, why I married her. Because <laughs> she makes me make sense. That, no, it makes sense to me. But I think the, the point is that. Um, we talk about our faith because I don't think we'd we'd last this long without having um, our faith was is very pivotal to how we move and how we shake and yeah. how we develop healthy relationships. 
is is from that perspective yeah and so i think that's important for us and i think you know i think it's important to let people know that that that's that's why we say it because we talk about love in the middle when we talk about love in the middle we are talking about you know jesus as being the center of our relationship and understanding that love is what holds us together now that might not be the same for other people i've seen couples who are not you know who aren't believers necessarily and they've made it work for them you know and but I don't that's know rare. How, we, it, that, it wouldn't work for us. <laughs> that's we, a, need, we, we need God. <laughs> that's a rare thing, though. It's, you know, and it's more old school, I find. You know, it's so, I don't know. But I think for us in that context, is is important. So, um, so stay open. Stay, stay open. That's we say all that to say, be a little open-minded. Don't reject this and shut it off. Because here's the thing. The proof is, is in the years. Yeah. We're here smiling at 11 years. And, and listen, and right a, lot of, a lot of what we, we share, too, comes from the mishaps we see. We get to, you know, being pastors and being church leaders, we get to see a lot of people's mishaps and, you know, in dating and, you know. And marriage. And marriage. They didn't put boundaries when there wasn't boundaries. Yeah. And yes. so, yeah, I think it's. And that's it's, heartbreaking. When it's, it's like, oh, man, it's oh they were rocking. They were going. And it's yeah. like, oh, there goes that boundary. That we're, thing. We're rooting for you guys. protected boundary just took root and destroyed everything. Yeah. And there it goes. So let's get into some boundaries. If people are dating. So we have seven of them. We have seven we that we listed. And, 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 and listen, don't hold us to seven because as we talk, sometimes things just happen. <laughs> things just happen. We get to flowing and things get to going. You're so funny. <laughs> You're so funny. All right. So let's get into it. Well, what is boundary number one? What's number one on your list? Even? Okay. On my list. So so let's, I'm going to take the list that we created uh-huh. and I'm going to say what my number one is. Okay. I think the number one boundary or, or thing that you should, principle that you should institute if you're going to pursue relationship that you want to manifest into something <laughs> real, okay? That you want to, ma- if you're just playing around and you're still, you know, doing that play around thing or whatever, you know, do you. Do, I don't, I don't recommend it. <laughs> I think it's, you know, I, I, I don't recommend it. Mm. You know, I think there's so much better for you i think god just has so much more for you mm. right and it, and sometimes more seems like uh, to be more of like a quantitative things like more like okay well if i have multiple women then i'm gonna that's more and i think <laughs> god has so much more in terms of a qualitative more quality for what you can get out of a relationship but we you know you know so this is what we're presenting Okay, so the top one on my list is have clear expectations. Oh my gosh, that would've been the first one I picked too. I would've ah, picked that. You would? I, would've, I looked at the list and I was like, what would my number one be? I'm like, yeah, definitely clear expectations. Clear expectations. You just gotta know what you're getting into. You gotta start know where. day one. You gotta know what this is. <laughs> just start from day one. Right. And even if you especially if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. And and listen, even if you're not looking for something long term and I don't like I said, I don't recommend this. I'm not condoning a short term, you know, promiscuous thing. But if that's what you're in it for. Say that. Be clear. (laughs) (laughs) Just say it up front so that you're not taking some poor woman or man. Or woman. Captive. (laughs) You know what I mean? And just just using them up to for what you can get out of it. I hate that. I hate getting into... 
I hated getting into a relationship and just like, so what is this? Like what, you know? And you don't really want to say anything because you don't want to come off like, you know, you know, just, you know, it's like you want to kind of go with the flow of, of, you know, we're just hanging out, we're chilling. But I don't know. I, I, I hate the feeling of I'm thinking it. I'm feeling it. I want to know what it is so I I can set it in my mind what my expectations are, what to expect, what not to expect. Because, you know, if it's something casual, then then I can set my mind that, okay, this is casual. I'm not going to have expectations. I'm not going to feel frustrated if you don't call me. You know what I'm saying? And But I feel like if it's something more, then my expectations shift. So I, I want to know what it is. So, okay. Now, I know you said something good. So you said, if this is something casual, I can set my expectations to that. And now here's what I'm saying. I'm saying, if you want something more than that, and somebody approaches you and says, hey, you know, you know, I'm just going to be up front because I, I was listening to Love in the Middle. <laughs> and Laban was saying, like, just, just have clear expectations. So, listen, my expectations is don't expect nothing from me. That's funny. This is casual. If your expectation is you want something more, don't change your expectations. Mm-hmm. Like, hold out for the something more. Like, allow for, allow for, um, you know, and this is why, for, and, and so this is where it kind of goes to like the, 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 the our, our faith is because if you're a person of faith and you believe, you know, I, I encourage you to allow for God to be at the center of your dating. Allow for, you know, your faith in Jesus to be what is motivating you to pursue a person, a woman or to be pursued and, and allow for yourself to be in a relationship with just whatever that is, let that flow from that place of faith. Let that flow from your intimacy with God and not just out of your desperation for a relationship. Now, I think we're speaking from experience here as far as setting expectations, because when we first got together, I let it be known. <laughs> well, I let it be known. Yes and no. Yes okay. and no. That's fair. That's yes fair. and no. Yeah, so, yes no. like, let's be honest. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. You're right. Okay. You started off. Started you started off strong. off strong. You did. You did. He started off real strong. First date. He let it be known. He's like, I'm looking for a wife. Which, we talked, which we shocked talked about me. this on episode one. We did, which shocked me, right? I was like, oh, okay, this is different. I was a little blown back, I think, because I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't know, like, you know, but I appreciated that, like, right out the gate. You were just like, this is what I'm looking for, which surprised me. I had never experienced that before. How did that feel, like, on the receiving end? It felt great because it helped me to set my mind as far as, okay, this is our first date. How far am I willing to go here? Am I, you know what I'm saying? Am I looking for a husband right now? Is Am I looking for this long-term thing? It made me think about it. Like, we're not going to go beyond this. If that's not what you're looking for, then I'm not going to, I know how to either set my expectations or set your expectations. I think that's just fair because we're, 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 we're strangers in a sense, you know, just meeting and sitting down for the, for the first time. We were talking, but it was good to know like what you wanted. Yeah. However... After that, then the expectations weren't so clear, you know, and that's for, you know, for the other reasons that you weren't sure that you, I was the one and all this kind of things. And then the expectation shifted for you. So I hated that feeling like, are we on? Are we off? What what, what are we doing? So I, I like and I, I wish more men would do this. And I think, I don't know, I think men don't normally do this for whatever reason, but it'll be cool to say, hey, we just chilling. 
and you know what that chilling means. And I think some guys are really, I think most, for, for the most part, guys say that. And I think sometimes for women, it's like, okay, I heard him say that he's chilling, but let's see what happens. Maybe he'll wait, change wait, his Wait mind. until he really gets to know me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think at that point- Is if, that what y'all think? I don't know. I know I did. Like if a dude says that we're chilling, at that moment, I'm like, all right, we're chilling. But once your feelings start getting into it, because I think, you know, you start caring about the person and you start going into it, it starts to shift. For for me, that was my experience. And then I was kind of hoping that it would shift for him and then it didn't. And then I got frustrated, but I'm like, well, he did say that we're just chilling. And so I think you hold out hope that maybe that chilling is going to shift at some point. But, you know, sometimes it did, sometimes yeah, it didn't. Yeah, I, I think one of the <laughs> things I learned, well, a couple things. One, as a man... And I think this is probably characteristic of most men is for most of our lives, we're not encouraged to talk about our feelings. And so sometimes Mm -hmm. we're not even sure how to put into words what we really want or how to put into words where we really are. And so I think I had some 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 older men who were good coaches who told me like, hey, you, you know, you know, once I let them know I'm looking for marriage because they were married and that, that's kind of what I wanted, they gave me some instructions on you know how to get there, kind mm-hmm. of what, like what we're doing in, in this in this podcast. But um, so I was able to come out and be able to be clear up front. The part that was that became challenging was as we started to hang out and spend time together, and I was still trying to figure things out I didn't know how to articulate that because I was afraid I was afraid of hurting your feelings I was afraid of you know that if I put into words where I was at in my okay I'm not so sure right now that then I'd be lonely I wouldn't have this person to hang out with anyway so so Mm. for a lot of selfish reasons I kind of after a while, I kind of like strung you along, mm. you know, and it wasn't, it, it was just because I was scared. I was, I, I was afraid and I was still trying to figure it out. And instead of just saying that, like, Hey, I, I really don't know. I'm, 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 and I'm afraid, you mm. know, and I think, I think that's one of the most bold things a man can say is like, Hey, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's never going to happen. <laughs> no, it's never going to happen. But what happens when that happens? I don't know because this never happened. Well, okay, well, well, in our marriage, there's times where I, I let you know when I'm I'm fearful of something. It takes a while for you to get there. I know, but what happens when that happens? Then I think my my expectations or my frustration shift, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I can be patient a little bit more, or you know, I think my thoughts for whatever just kind of changes. Yeah, I I guess my expectations. It's a healthy shift. thing. It is. I I agree. So then I would say then yes. So I think setting the expectations in the beginning is super helpful. And I think like and, when, and sticking to them. And sticking <laughs> to them. But let's in my experience, I don't know, I haven't dated in years, so I don't know what's happening now and I feel like what's happening now is even crazier. I'm like, "Whoa, that's what y'all have to put up with." But I know before I got to this point, I would say for me in my in my experience when I was looking for something serious, I'd meet one of two guys, mm-hmm. right? Um, on the first meeting, it's like, hey, what's up? You know, let's exchange numbers. And the, if the first date is set at his house, 
then I know what that is. And mm. I'm going to cancel that. Like, okay, I know what this is about. If it's like, oh, let's go hang it up my house and that's where our first date is, then in my, I'm, what I'm, I don't know what's happening now, but I'm saying then I'm like, oh, I have an understanding of where dude is right now, where this is going. I'm sure that hasn't changed. <laughs> I'm sure but, that hasn't changed. <laughs> If the first, uh, 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 yeah, probably, the, the boundaries has probably extended from beyond his house, though. Yes, <laughs> that's probably what's changed. So yeah, y'all so, let us know. Let us know what it's like. In I don't this know what it's world. like this dating world now. I think now you have like different things, like they're meeting on different social media platforms. But if the meeting is somewhere intimate like that, where like you know, what I'm saying, and then you can know from the conversation what is if he's interested, if he really wants to know you, and he's asking you certain questions, you can gauge what what it is and so from those kinds of things i gauge okay this is what this dude is looking for and then i have another one is like hey let's go hang out let's go to a movie let's go out to eat and then there's conversation there's a walk and it takes a different kind of it's like a pause it's like it's a little slower then I'm like, okay, then this guy seems open to a relationship, but he's just trying to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then after the first date or two, you can, something will fizzle out and you can tell it's not really there and, you know, it fizzles into a thing and like that didn't work out. So that's how, that's how I know. So if, if the first date is somewhere like that, like <laughs> somewhere where you're not really getting to know each other, then, and you're looking for something long-term, I wouldn't take, I didn't take dates like that. I, I would say, a, I wouldn't a, call it a date a best practice kind of based on what you're talking about before you like do like hey let's go on a date i would say if you're interested in somebody and you're not sure like you're ready to have a expectations conversation i would say don't go straight into a hey let's do this one-on-one -on -one thing yeah do a group thing like hey like me and some friends are getting together hey why don't you and some of your friends kind of come and we hey then you can get to see that person and just kind of then start to allow for your mind to think okay do i want to pursue this person before just jumping in and doing the one on because i think once it becomes one-on-one -on -one, there's a certain degree of intimacy and i'm not talking about like like physical intimacy but i'm just talking about there's an intimate intimacy and 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 and, and, a, and a depth that's there that you may not be ready for and so i you know i think a, a best practice would be if you're still kind of considering and just kind of Allowing for, you know, because I think one of, if I could do it all over again with you, Charity, one of the things I would have done is done more group settings. So that you we didn't want to do out. group settings. You wanted me alone. It's all right. You wanted to hang out with me. You already knew. You're well, yeah, naturally. Me. You're spilling me. No, yes, yes. But we never we weren't anywhere private. All of our, we were alone, but it was always public. It was always in public places. Yeah. So I think that would be another best. You're, you practice. never was like, hey, let's go hang out at my, like that came much later. <laughs> Yeah, that is, that's and okay. out of necessity because we both had kids it was like oh my god let's go hang out and even then it was you know it wasn't like hey let's go hang out in my house kind of thing like that took how, oh, you didn't invite me to your house till like a while later like it took a minute how did you how did you feel about that like like what? how did that resonate with you like the fact that all of our hanging out and time that we spent together was always very public See, okay, so then here's the thing. That's why I'm saying like I don't know what things are like now because when I when I started dating someone, it, most of them were public. You know what I'm saying? It's like a guy's like, "Hey, I want to go to a movie," and even that you'd gauge a movie not too public. But I'm saying it's not too public, but it's like it's like dinner and a movie. That was like the thing. Like, okay. oh, let's go out to eat. Let's go see a movie or whatever. You know, it's not, you know, it's, but 
then I had those guys that was like, hey, let's go hang out at my house. I'm like, oh, hey, let's no, come watch the game. <laughs> yeah. Then I was like, oh, no, thanks. Like, I'm the, you know what I'm saying? And so that's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's how I knew then. Like, is, are we going to go hang out? We're going to do something with your friends. Are we going to go to a party? You know what I'm saying? Or, And that's how you knew. I don't know how things are like now. I'd really like to know. But yeah. um, I, some of the stuff that I hear now, I'm like, wait, y'all hooked up on social media? You just met this person? Like, you just, and then that he DM'd you? Ew. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> that shocks me every time. But so listen, I'm not no knocking it. I'm just, not. I'm not. That's what it is. Me. That's what it is. I think you got to start somewhere. Well, I'm happy I started in 2000, what, five, six? Because <laughs> 2020 so, is not it. Okay, so, so clear expectations. Let's keep it going. What is your number two? Since we had the same number one, what's your number two of dating boundaries? Boundaries to implement, principles to live by when you're dating. Oh, okay. So me, where you get your advice. Mm. That was big for Speak me. Speak on it. Okay, so when you and I started, I'm gonna say we were dating. I'm gonna say that because what we were really doing didn't doesn't. There's nothing on the spectrum. You can't really describe it. And so I think when you just describe it, we kind of dated. We dated. Yeah, I'm we, say were we, dating. we were dating we without dated. a title of of dating. Yeah, you were my boyfriend, even though you you, you weren't you weren't you weren't trying to say that. <laughs> I, I was afraid to claim you. I don't you, even you know why. Like, yeah, but you were my boyfriend. In my mind, I was protecting you. <laughs> I don't know what you thought. You In was... my mind, no, I'm dead serious. This is, I, I need to protect her out. from being my boyfriend. I'm d- I can't. Listen, can't guys, don't judge me. Don't judge me. But don't make this mistake. Okay? <laughs> like in my mind, I thought I was protecting you because I didn't want to label things, and then it didn't go well. You know, I was just, I was very inconclusive and. But didn't want to let me go so I can find somebody else. And I didn't want to let her go so she could find (laughs) someone else. If I could do it all over again, I would say either I go all in or I don't go at all. And it it took. So I I have to say this. I had to be brought to that point. When I was brought to that point, I let her go. We'll talk about that on another episode, but I let her go. And it was it be months later where God really brought us together, and it was clear like, no, this is my wife. And from then on, I was all in, and here we are. All right, so we were dating <laughs> officially for the record. We were dating. All right. So when we were dating, quote unquote, and we were going through <laughs> all that stuff, I would I would talk to my friends and my family about the various struggles that I was having with you Mm. in our relationship and i found that my single friends gave the worst advice what were some of the things they said it was (laughs) i don't know um may okay it's not even appropriate but it's like maybe he's um not being really sure because he's hiding something or maybe he has another girlfriend maybe you should just you should just leave him alone and go go hang out with so-and-so and just it was just like everything that was against where i was trying to go mm. you know and then um yeah it was just contrary to i was trying to be in a in a long-term relationship with you and it was just bad advice and then they would come or you would come around or whatever and it was just kind of like really awkward because they were just annoyed with you and they were angry you know why why were they angry with me? because like it's stuff cool. tell me who they are because i'm gonna go talk to them i'm not gonna say but it's like <laughs> No, because because then they started. Of course, naturally, your friends get really defensive and they feel like you're scum and you need to, even though they don't really understand all those things. So give but, it context, though, because I think 
people can hear that. Mm-hmm. And I think when you just said it, what went across my head was like, hold on, I wasn't scum. I didn't, I wasn't treating you bad. You were, but for them, it's like, yeah. oh, you're stringing me along. You don't which really, are, which kind of was happening. Yeah, you weren't really sure what was happening, and you should just go with the next dude. You know what I'm saying? Or what about him? You know what I'm saying? Just give me suggestions for like other guys and stuff like that. What would you suggest to a? Okay, so reverse the roles. A, a, a young lady comes up to you and is going through the same thing you were going through with me, and she wanted your advice. What would you give to the? What would you say to the women out there who? Maybe in that situation where they might be being kind of strung along. Like, what would you say? How would you tell them to handle that right now? Right now, I'd just be like, cut it off. Mm. And then if he's serious, then he'll get it together. And if he really wants to be with you, cut it off. And if he's serious, he'll come, he'll come getting you. Yeah. <laughs> he'll come yeah. and get you. But I think, I think, and I think this is the, the bad advice. I think it still holds the same weight even while we're married. Just being careful of who you're sharing your issues with and making sure that the people that you're sharing your struggles with are, can be as, as, um, on, is it unbiased? Unbiased as possible. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you want the people that you're sharing and speaking to, to be unbiased. You want them to be able to talk to you in a way where they, can hear both sides clearly and let you know when you're wrong. And I, I would say this is also important in a relationship as well too, because oh, we had important. we had a situation that came up like that where I had a friend even while we we're married and yeah. we were going through our bumpiness. It was it wasn't coasty, it was bumpy in the beginning of a relationship. And I was sharing things of what my struggles um, with a single friend and her counsel. She had never been married, so she couldn't count, even though it felt good to get it off my chest or have somebody to talk to. And it, she wasn't like shady or anything like that. I just, just to be clear, this, she had your, she, she had, had the, your best intentions yeah, she did. in her mind. So I'm not saying that you're, you know, talking to your friends because they're shady or they're trying to get you. I'm not saying that. They, they, but, they, they want what's best for you. Yeah, they just don't know how to, they just don't know how to help you get there. So for them, it's like, get rid of him. He's hurting you. You know, it's like that kind of thing. And so I've shared this information with her about how I was struggling, even in our, our marriage and her counsel her advice just wasn't wise it wasn't wise advice it was good advice what, what did she tell you so i don't remember i just remember it at the time i didn't think it was any issue right. it wasn't until um another married um one of our, our um uh a married woman in our in our church came she was like hey um i guess i had gotten back to her i don't know did you share it with her i don't know did you have something to do with that? I might have had something to do with that. Oh man, <laughs> tell us secrets. What what happened? Tell no, me. No, you guys, I was just like, I was just. I had expressed how I was a little bit concerned with who you were taking advice from. Oh wow, that's trifling, even. That's actually why <laughs> you're telling people not to do that. I didn't want to cause conflict between you and I, so I went to somebody who I knew would give us the best advice okay they, they would either talk me off the ledge or they would talk you off the ledge okay so i would say even then like how how to do that should have been different i think you should, you should have spoke to me first yeah at the time that's what I, and that's, that's only what I'm, as I'm talking now i'm like wait a minute who told her who could have possibly told her <laughs> that that's what i was talking to and i'm like wait a minute was that you well yeah <laughs> it's so, the first time i'm thinking about it 
That's so funny. I think you should. Yeah. I'm like, this is so, coming out raw right now. Like that was messed up. You should have spoke to me first. And, and okay. Now, <laughs> now mind you, if this conversation were happening a few years ago, closer to when it happened, we'd probably be arguing. Or it doesn't we, we, matter. It, it would lead to an argument. It don't matter. You go for the argument. Cause that's what, that was the right thing to do. Uh, I said, it doesn't matter. Like, I think, Here's the thing. No. This, this is happening right now. So let's just let it happen right now as it's happening, okay. right? No, I, I'm agreeing with you. Though. If this happened. For the record, yes. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. There was a better way I to do that. I think you should apologize to me. I should have. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. Hello? <laughs> I am so sorry. The two most powerful say. words that you can use in, in, when you get married is I'm sorry. Yeah. I am very sorry. Like, I should have done that differently. Yeah. I totally I accept your that. apology. Right? So in retrospect, time mm-hmm. is 2020, and you are 100% right. If I had an issue, I should have brought it to you first. first. Okay. Yes. Early on in our marriage, I wasn't, I wasn't able to do that. I wasn't, you know, there were times where I could, but you know, there were other things where I just thought I had a better way of doing, you know, getting to whatever. And so I love that we can have this conversation now because it's so many years ago and, you know, we can kind of reflect back and be like, oh, that was messed up. Um, but back then, if it was like closer to then, it would, it would have been like, you did what? Huh? Huh? What? You know, and it would have been, it, we would have argued it out. And then eventually. Oh, that you went to the other person to talk yeah. to him? No, I, what I'm saying is, period, like, come to me. Because this is what we started doing, right? We, even if we argued about something, and then we was always arguing. But we'd argue about something, especially when we had a disagreement. And we'd go to someone who we trusted to be unbiased. Together. We designated a person who we both knew, like, at any time you can call this person, I can call this person, and we can go to this person together to help us see from a different perspective. So if we had argued about it, we would have just went to that person. And then that person would have still gave us the same counsel. And I'd be like, okay. But how you did it was not right. But I still went to the the, the designated person. Doesn't matter. But you went. (laughs) But you went behind my back you're right you're and right so that's a little bit more like no uh, no 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 anything that i go to somebody to talk about if they were having issue it's because we already spoke about it and we're still and that's fair we're and having that, that's how we're not getting done. on the same page for the record that's how it should be done the communication should begin with us first and then if we need support we should go and get the support y'all that's getting some jewels this yeah is- <laughs> If you guys hold on to the dating boundaries, you can get here. You can get here where you can implement this that we're talking about. But and, and if you're already here, if you're already married and you're listening, like, listen, you might need to be reshaping some things as we talk. Like, you might need to be hitting pause and stopping and say, hey, babe, I'm sorry. Like, I've, 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 I've broken our trust. Yes, because that's that what's happening. A trust, that it's a, a trust issue. It's, it's how do you go to have a conversation about me with somebody else? And somebody that I that I hold in very high regard, so you know what I'm saying. So, now I think there is a thing if if it, like if you're struggling like having that conversation, and you go to somebody saying, "Hey, I need to have a conversation with my wife. I don't know how to have it, and they help you have that yeah, conversation. That's, that's a little different. But to go and say, "Hey, you know," and I think it was for me, it was more like, "Hey, this thing is happening. I don't think it's right." And just I just really just I'm trying to get the person to side with me. That probably isn't that that isn't how you should do it. Like, yeah, you know that's just wrong. That's wrong. You still, you still love me though. <laughs> I do. I'm still sitting here like wait. I'm, I'm mad. Later. I'm telling Thank the story. God it's years later, and I'm sitting here like wait a minute. 
Was that true? And then you gave me this look like, as I'm telling maybe. the story, you know exactly what it is that I'm, I'm talking about. I'm, like, yeah, I'm familiar with maybe the story because I'm the one that set it in motion. But anyway, so um, at the end of the day, she she came to me and she said, hey, um, this is happening. And she talked about it. And so. And it wasn't one of our peers. This is an older, more seasoned veteran in marriage. <laughs> But the person I was talking to was one of our peers. Yes. 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 <laughs> and she wasn't giving you advice. I don't know. It was a place to vent. Well, here's the thing. Here's my thing, right? Well, let you me finish my story because well, I just... Well, let me just give a yeah. principle, right? And that that's unrelated to, to, mar- to, to relationships and marriage and dating and anything so that people can kind of understand. You don't go to... If, you know, if you're, if you're trying to have a successful business, you don't go to your homeboy who don't even have a job. <laughs> <laughs> like he just don't do that he can't help you he can't help you have a successful bi- he can give you some advice from his standpoint but he's never done business before I would, he doesn't even know how to function in somebody else's business which is why he doesn't have a job right now more than likely I would also add not family either that's like that's a tough one it's a tough one but that's a tough one but I would also say uh, unless like the family member is also like can be on by which most family members can't but they have a hard time they have a hard time being they're gonna take your side that's it they're gonna take your side but at the end of the day um i learned like i don't tell my family like it depends on what i'm sharing <laughs> it really depends if something's already public then i'll talk about it but if it's not i'm like i'm not gonna go up and like hey i'm struggling with this thing what do you think especially nah. not when you're married oh my gosh they give the worst advice yes Especially not when you're married. Now, when but you're unless dating, it's like you're, you're, unless you're talking to maybe your mom and your dad, and they have a, mar- you know, what I'm saying your mom could really be. But they have to unbiased. be able to be objective for you. I, I believe you need to find somebody else. If they can't, if you're only their their daughter or you're only their son, and that, that's the only way they can see you, and they, they're always going to take your side, like that's not going to really help you if you're wrong. Because they, they, and we've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. We've seen couples who get married struggle in this area. And I will just say it like this. It doesn't go well. Mom is all up in your business. All up in your... Your spouse. Because <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's also a trust issue too. It, it, you know, but if you guys have an appointed person or appointed people that you guys can talk to after you talk to each other... Mm. Then it's fair. Like you have to make it fair. And I think you have to look at it differently as saying it's not that, oh, I'm married now and I'm separating myself from my family. That's not what it is. And it can feel that way. Like, oh, so you're saying I have to to stop talking to my family. I have to stop talking to my mom. No, we're not saying that. Like that is not at all what we're saying. But it's it's about boundaries. And when you are in a relationship, like those French, those friend boundaries and those family boundaries you have to understand that they're all, they're only thinking about you. They don't care about your spouse. They don't care about your part. They don't care. They just want to think about you. So their advice sometimes while well-intentioned is not always the best thing can sow seeds of just disharmony and just tear you apart. And you start thinking like, maybe I made a mistake and because you trusting your advice of your family and they know you well. So you're going to feel like, Oh, maybe this is, if I had listened to my friends or my family, I would not be married right now. Oh, me too. We wouldn't wait, wait a minute. It, it, What's it, your family have to say about me? No, no, I'm just saying because because if you knew that that was happening, then it there will just it will just create a yeah. rift in our relationship. But like this and is if, all, yeah. And, and because we know that that doesn't happen, like like we can have pure 
unadulterated relationships with, our, with each other's family, there's no like drama they don't know there. Nothing. Yeah, it's just, it's just they just know what they know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what they see. Exactly. Uh, but again, this is all just boundaries. We're talking about different boundaries that you can. So let's see. Let's go to the next one. All right. Want me to go this time? Yeah. All right. I think my number three would be. Ooh. I would go and say the suspense. All right. It's killing me. I would say don't live together. Ooh. What? <laughs> I think it's a big one because I, I see so many people who are dating. They think they might have found the person and they're like, well. I got to test it out. Let's test it out. <laughs> Let's just move in together and you see can we make this work. And here's my here's my here's my now, I know, this is one of those controversial ones. But here's where I here's where I kind of be open minded, y'all. Be open minded. Listen, just hear me out. If you're thinking, oh, we're gonna just okay. They they so. about to move in right now. Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes. <laughs> Finish listening to this and then you make gotta your test decision. it. And you still testing seven years later, eight years later, ten years later. You still testing. All right, she beat me. She just gave you the punchline. I'm sorry. I believe that for most people who go into live together, I don't see any of them going in and coming out getting married. I have not seen one either. It happens. It's, We're not saying, I'm not it's not saying it doesn't happen. It can't happen. You, you might be you like, might like be oh, happened for me. <laughs> you might be the unicorn. You might be a unicorn. I think it's a bad idea. I haven't seen any. And the reason why I think it's a bad idea is there's no there's no commitment there. So you don't have a vested interest that when things are getting hard and things will because you're sharing space, you're sharing things, you're sharing, sharing. And I think that's another thing on our list. Right? Because yeah, another one, on, I'm going to say it, yeah. is sharing finances. I think we, we, we would say don't do that either. We'll get to that But one. as you start yeah. sharing things and sharing and just you're just in each other's space all the time and it just becomes complicated with no foundation. There's no commitment. There's no... I can walk away at any moment. So so what is... Because when I get to see the... Because when you move in together, I'm, I'm getting hype. <laughs> but when you move in together, you... You get to see the ugly side of the other person. And I think you don't have to move in together to see the ugly side. If there's an ugly side. You can walk away from like, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to see you tomorrow. <laughs> you don't have to move in together to see the ugly side. Because that's really what I think people are saying is, I want to see if there's something that's hidden. Like what? You know, and listen, I saw Charity's ugly. We never lived together. I saw her ugly side. And I lived together with somebody before. And... Like it just didn't It just wasn't good And it just was like The things I saw When we moved in together Were The things I saw Before we moved in together Not me and you Not yeah Not me yeah. and you Like we uh, never way, 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 way previous relationship um, When we moved in together I, I had already seen enough To know that we, we We weren't We wouldn't make it All it did though was It put pressure on me To Consider something that I couldn't think with a clear mind anymore mm. and i think once you start entangling your life it then becomes hard to break your life apart and so I, you get stuck in this crazy i'm, I'm sorry i'm so passionate okay. about this but you get stuck in this crazy cycle that you never had to be in you could have had the relationship you could have gotten to know each other you could have you know look for the red flags look we talked about red flags and yellow flags on a mm. previous episode go back and check mm. it out 
Um, look for the red flags. Look for the yellow flags. So don't go for it at all if you see red flags. Yeah, drop red it. flags don't just drop yellow it. flags are like okay, this is good that I see this thing, but it's not a deal breaker. We'll talk about deal breakers in another episode. We have mm-hmm. that as a title, like what are the deal breakers and what should they be? But and then the green flags are good, but you know, so once you see those red flags, you don't need to move in together to see something else to determine whether or not this is going to work. It ain't going to work. I think I, I think that's just that's a good point that you're making, and I and I think we need to reiterate right for people. Yeah, like, slow it down for them because I, I think I might have just I might have just scared you people. Went really I think far. I might have been yelling into the yeah, mic and stuff. You went really far. Like my heart rate is going up. <laughs> like my adrenaline is rushing. Because I think we also have to keep in to to my current culture, right? Yeah. And this is a thing for people. This is a thing. But I think I think if people are being honest with themselves, I would say living together. If your goal, now mind you, we're talking about the goal of being in long-term um, marriage. If your if your goal is marriage, that's what we're talking about. If your goal is just to live together forever, and you that's where you're heading, then do you, girl? Do, do you, you? Do your thing. We're if not. That's what, we're not. If that's where you're not, heading. I'm not condoning it, but if that's what you're, no, like we're not judging goal. you. Okay, so I know. Don't take my passion as judging you, because there may be people that's listening right now, and they're already living together. You know, and so I get it. Like, if you're already living together, I think what I want to encourage those who are already living together but haven't gotten married and are still kind of thinking about it, I want to encourage you. Like, I want to say, listen, like, like I'm not saying, hey, like, okay, see, you messed up. Like, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying, though, is uh, I want to help you, like, like, move forward, right? And I think the, the red flag, yellow flag thing is really what you kind of really want to be looking at. Like, it's the thing that's stopping you from getting married and, and making that commitment. Are they red flags or are they caution flags? Like, hey, these are these are some areas of concern, but not areas where it's going to cause us to end in a in a like communication. Some people struggle with communication. Struggling with communication, FYI, is a normal thing in a healthy marriage. In any relationship, <laughs> you know, like, I, I want to stress: in a healthy any- marriage, you will struggle with communication. And the 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 thing that the commitment does or should do, and I, I think this is what I should say, is that what it should do is, you know, I say move. If that's what you're wrestling with, I say if, you, if you've been together for move forward and get married. Like I say, move forward and get married, and learn how to be better, a better communicator. And part of being a better communicator is letting go of your pride. And what I learned to do to, to communicate better is I had to be the one to step down first. And the more I did that, the more I saw Charity would do that. And we just start to get better at communicating. But I think those things happen. You can see those things happening within the dating relationship as far as communication. And the, I think the difference with dating is that you can... Take a, you can say, all right, I can. you can hang up. Let's talk another day. You can take a break and so forth. And I think what happens is, um, and like, that, like I was saying, I was like, I think the detriment to, if your goal is marriage, then living together actually sometimes, well, most of the times I find works against that goal. Yeah. Because what happens is um, you get, you, you start living together and say, oh, I'm going to test this thing out, right? Yep. And then it's like, okay, well, I have to. And here's the thing. I think people say that to themselves because 
there's there's really a fear of getting married. I think there's a yeah. deep fear with people overall of getting married. There's. <laughs> I'm like, wait. I, I, I got did, a point. No, like, hold on. No, no let like, let me finish because I'm, I'm going back to where I initially started. Hold on. Go ahead. I think there's a fear of getting married, and it's a real fear because the divorce rate is high, and yeah. then there's this this whole idea of, oh, I'm not sure. I don't want to get divorced. Like, what happens? But I think the mindset when you get married changes. And we'll talk about that later. It changes from when you're dating where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. And I think that's where the unconditional love comes in that allows you to stay married. That's a, that's a, what allows marriage to work for the long term is unconditional love. Okay. So what happens with dating now, Mm -hmm. dating does not necessarily require unconditional love. It's like, oh, but not really. You know what I'm saying? it It should, it could, but you're, there's a lot of selfishness in dating. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Oh, I'm not getting what I want. Then I'm going to take a break from you. Whatever. You're not getting what you want. You're not. I'm going to take a break. Whatever. And it's a very selfish. It's a very self. People are just selfish. You I don't have to. put. I, up I don't have to put up with this. I'm leaving. And then maybe you reset and you go through all that song and dance. You break up. You get back together. You break up. You get back together. And what happens is when you start to live together then the doubts that the fear it just feeds the fear that you yeah. already had about marriage yeah. so then what happens especially i know for in a, in a with some women that i you know it can be oh well he doesn't want to get married because of this so let me try to fix it oh he doesn't want to get married because of that let me try to fix it and then before you know it you've twisted yourself into this weird pretzel it's not even you and anymore. then yeah and then you lost yourself and then you're like this is why i can't be in this relationship because i don't even know who i am yeah. where when you get married if you're doing it if you understand the concept of marriage it's not even twisting yourself into a pretzel it's i'm gonna accept you you're gonna accept me and we're gonna do our best to accept each other to 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 change where change is needed with the help and patience of the other person and to accept those flaws the flaws that I think are flaws as accept them as just part of who you are and so when you start you start dating to test it out what happens is you're looking for that perfect person that's not going to get on your nerves that's not gross that's not going to turn you off that's not going to do all those things and this person is going to please you in 100% of the way and it doesn't exist it's not real whereas with marriage it's more about compromise and acceptance and loving each other through that where dating is totally selfish and so what happens you start dating and living together then it's like oh okay and then you start intertwining more and doing all these things and the more you see of that person the less you're inclined to marry them and then more they see of you the less they're inclined to marry you and then you just end up dating and living together until somebody goes chicken first and then you're like let's just stay this way i think that'd be a fun game for us to play on a future episode what we want to introduce these fun games <laughs> i got one what things that you don't like about me no, no oh I mean, my god! Like, like the quirky thing oh okay the quirky thing oh yes i got some things <laughs> like what are some of the quirky <laughs> not right now but like i think that'd be a good thing but i think i think i think just to kind of put a cap on, not that I need to cap what you said, what you just, I'm glad I was able to be quiet long enough to, for you to say it because <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> You're um, funny. I would, I, would, I would say it in these words. I would say, when you get, when you get married, your flaws become my flaws because when we got married, we became one. Mm. And I have to start looking at you or I should start looking at you as me. Mm. not as in let me fix the bad part of me but let me accept 
all the parts of me. And I think the that's, same way I accept my same way I accept myself. And I think that's the the a lot of people, especially now, I think in our culture, we have a culture of me, 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 and selfishness. And marriage is so not me, 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 me. It's you, 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 and you look at me as you, 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 and it's more of an exchange. And it's like it goes back and forth, like. I focus on myself and I focus on you. You focus on yourself. You focus on me. And it's this back and forth that the the better you get at it, the more beautiful it becomes. In yeah. this, it's like a dance. It's a dan- I was just about oh, to say that. Oh, it's like a dance. It's like a it's like a romantic dance, and it's and it's. Um, I don't try to fix you. Now there may be things you need to fix, and I and I, let me just give a disclaimer: if you're having communication issues and it's leading to like 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 fear-based like things where it's like i'm afraid that something might happen to me in this relationship oh yeah that's a red that's flag. a red flag leave just <laughs> pack your things up and you know just gracefully find a way out you know um but if it's just okay we're struggling and we just we just argue a lot you know but the arguments aren't getting out of hand then it's that's a that's kind that's of normal. normal that's not a deal breaker i don't think you know I think, but I think that's that that goes into what we're talking about as far as counsel. Some like we needed people to help us see the other side and not look at each other as enemies, you know, because there's a lot of that that come in. It's like, oh, I need to protect myself. There's a self preservation. There's so many things that happen in it. And when you start when you start living together and start acting married while you're dating, it just it, it it does a disservice because it's marriage requires something more that and it's a it's a letting go of yourself for the sake of the other person and the other person that have go of themselves for the sake of me and really becoming one it's so much deeper than i can't even put it into words yeah. that that needs to happen and you living can, together just you know i highly recommend premarital counseling but nothing fully pre- you will never be fully prepared to be married yeah. At some point in time, it's a step of faith. Absolutely. There's no way to go into marriage without it being a step of faith. Yeah. That that just that dynamic. And I, 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 the last thing I'll say, I think, um, if you're if you're dating and living together, and the goal is marriage, and it's going into years, um, it's you know if that's the goal, then and it's not really happening. I think there's it's worth examining if if this is part of the issue. Because if you're if that person is expecting perfection before they marry you, it's never going to happen. And if you're expecting perfection before you marry that person, it's never going to happen. You're never getting married. Hands down <laughs> it's never going to happen. You're going to just be you're going to be common law. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're married and you're like, "Oh, I can't take this anymore." It might be because you're expecting perfection. Exactly, because people in their marriage are still having they haven't really got this point either, because they're still like me, 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 me. Yeah, and it's not it's not even it's you not. You can't even fix like that. the other person. You can't. Some things you just have to trust that over time, it'll happen, and that's where prayer comes in. That's where that's where that's, that, where, that's we, where love in the middle, Jesus being in the middle, like that's where you have to learn to lean, um, because some things get fixed over time and there are things that maybe need to be fixed in the immediate, but, but most yeah. things don't. And I will say, I don't, I don't think something just saying 
oh everything can't be fixed doesn't mean that you you lower your expectation or your hope for that thing being right. resolved it's not i'm not saying it at all i'm not saying to just eat it you know because too much eating it in the marriage will just erode your marriage too where you're like Ooh, i'm just gonna be quiet for the sake of the 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 harmony and that's not harmony yeah. that's just oh, so, man, there's so much there all, all right. right let's just let's just kind of get these last few out so let's go to sharing finances Oh, yes. That's, I think you that, take that one. do not. Oh, my gosh. I don't think there's too much to say. Do not share finances. And I think any any financial person guru would say don't ever share finances with someone that you're dating. Do not co-sign a lease. Do not co-sign a car. Do not do. Don't do it. Don't do that. That's just that's just not healthy. It's not don't a good thing. Don't name. put bills in your name. And I know there's some people that's like, what, really? And then there's some people that's like, yes, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So your money is your money. Their money is their money. But that's not to say that you can't help if there's yeah. a outcome. Of course, you're in a relationship. If there's a financial need or help, I would expect that you're for if a serious dating relationship with someone and you're struggling in some way that that person would help you. But do not share bank accounts do not share all of those things just don't do it leave some things for the wedding just leave a mystery with some leave guys. some things for the wedding and day. i will say this i'm be honest honey i love you oh no i love you oh no but i think if we knew beforehand how our finances were that would have been a deterrent for marriage like oh no oh no because it's like you if you're especially if there's debt there you know what I'm saying? Like, like Laban had debt. You know what I'm saying? I had a little bit of debt, but combining our debt, it was like, oh my gosh. And finances could really, really tear into a marriage, period. Like that finance conversation. And so um, finances has to be something that's very strategic. It has to be something that's handled um, with wisdom and not feelings money does not yeah. care about your feelings it just doesn't yeah and the creditors think, do not care about listen, your feelings that you're in a relationship and you love that person it does not care and if you're in a, if you're in a marriage now um it's not worth losing your marriage over finances it's not worth losing your marriage over finances it's so, not that we'll talk um, about that too. i think, yeah, well, I think like, we could yeah. definitely talk about it in but don't share day. finances don't do it um we this is another conversation too but i think we could just breeze through this for the sake of time Laban and I did not have sex before marriage. Yeah, okay. yeah. We didn't do it. Um, that's a matter of opinion because some y'all people should be like sharing this on. <laughs> like some of y'all was like, "What? Huh? Oh no, girl!" Like, no, you should be cheering and you should be like, like clapping it up, right? I, I, my, I need to have a hand. I met clap. Laban. He was like, "I'm celibate." I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Listen, I think it's the best way to go because once sex gets in the picture you lose the clarity mm -hmm. you think you're gaining you know more understanding of how it's going to be listen you can work through those issues <laughs> you will lose the clarity i believe that marriage when done with the intention of it lasting and saying no i'm going i'm going to i'm putting all of myself in to make it work I believe it, it, it can work, and especially if, you, if you're doing it, you know, uh, as a faith-based thing. However, um, yeah, sex before marriage, I think, just ruins, it ruins your ability to be able to see clearly where you're going, where you're not going, what's happening, what's not happening. 
it's 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 cloudy. It makes it cloudy. I think we talked a little bit about um intimacy a little bit. I think in one of the earlier in one of the earlier episodes. And I think just go back and listen to that as far what we talked about how we view intimacy in our relationship. Now, some people may be like, oh, you have to test drive it. No, you can learn to drive. Like, because yeah. at the end of the day, everybody's different. No, no person has uh, has sex the same way, I don't think. And so I think any, it could be learned. Like your quirks and what you like and what you don't like, that could be learned. It's so a topic of communication it too. Is a topic it of takes, communi- at some point, you're going to have to have that conversation. It takes, like, it I takes, don't like that. I like that. Like, Listen, <laughs> and if you're dating, learn how to say the, the uncomfortable things. Because if the, 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 the more you learn how to just talk about those things that are uncomfortable to talk about and just be transparent, it will help you in the long run. Some and, people and, and, are dating and, relationships and, and, and having sex and don't don't enjoy the sex life, but they ain't saying nothing either. So what's the, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's another that's another topic. For so me. final two. Final, we're just going to put these out there. Um, we talked on the last episode about friends of the opposite sex. Again, that's I think that's a some people don't see that's a big deal for us. It's a it's a boundary for us. I think it's a timing issue. Mm-hmm. I think when you want to go to the next level, meaning oh we're gonna this is I'm I I want you to be my long wedded wife. I want this to last for our lifetime. I believe that that's a time where. We have to now consider emotional or or friendships that have emotional attachments. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the point. Not it's when not you begin necessi- dating. Yeah, and I think in, when you, but I think it's important to have those conversations before it, while you first start dating what your expectations are and why. If like if Laban comes up to me like, hey, I just have this friend that's mine, that's a chick. I'm like, hold up, pump your bricks. No, you don't. You know. But there are some couples that we know that do have friends of the opposite sex. They make it work, but there's even boundaries there. They know the friends and, you know, both spouses are very familiar with who all the friends are. But even within that, there's still we boundaries. Keep boundaries. We keep so I'm not we're not saying like, oh, you can't boundaries. talk to another person of the opposite sex that we're saying that. But we're talking about uh, protecting the emotional integrity of your relationship. And that's something you need to talk about. And just putting concrete things in place to say, hey, like. These are lines we can't cross you know with 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 if, if there are friendships with people of the opposite sex there should be clear lines that can't be crossed just talk about it up front yeah. like hey Have i would be uncomfortable if x y and z happens and or it might cause doubt to be in my mind if you're going to be doubtful about something then that's a that's a boundary you need to put in place if dude always got a new friend every week that's that, it needs to be a conversation <laughs> yeah. i think the last one is, is super important for us especially for those um people who are coming into the relationship with children but we did not introduce our children to each other until we knew that they were serious. And this is not a, this is not a, this for me was non-negotiable. I do not recommend that you do it. Children are very emotional. They attach very easily and relationships are like forever in the mind of a child, you know? And so it can get really complicated very quickly. Sometimes kids do not understand dating. They see so if you haven't had daddy there for a while and then dude just comes up and starts doing this stuff. That's daddy. That's daddy. I don't care what you say. Like But but not know. only that, they're also <laughs> they they're also paying attention. And they might yeah. not be able to articulate what they're seeing. Yep. But they're watching. And if it's one and I won't just pick on the ladies, but guys, if it's one lady this week and 
you know, another lady next week. And, yeah. you know, like your There's boys and your, and your girls are picking up those behaviors. They don't know what it is, but they're learning. They are learning paying attention. what life is supposed to be from you. And so protect and, them. Protect, protect them. them and their their their, em, their emotions as well. Um, I think when we first started dating, we didn't introduce the kids to each other, but um, I think well, they knew we, each other because we went to they, church. They together. were going, yeah, so but we that's were it. Friends, but but they, didn't know the complexity of what where we were yeah, that we were dating all. or things like that. He just knew you as charity from the church. Yeah, that was who it. he only saw at church. Mm-hmm. Period or church events. Because can you, I, I, I've seen, you know, if you're, especially dating someone and then you're going through the dating process and your child keeps getting introduced to your new, your new dates and so forth. That is too much, even too though they're much. not going to say anything. Um, but Azaria, when we finally were like official, like, okay, this is what we're doing. She was very eager to, for a dad, yeah. because I wasn't with, um, with um with her dad at the time and so laban is like the guy that she's meeting and so forth and she was like eager for you to be her daddy and um and we'll talk about that a little later as far as blended family and children because it gets very complicated but i would say if you are not sure and you have children and your goal is marriage be very strategic about um, protecting the mind and the heart of your children. Yes, yes. It's so important. It's so important. They won't tell you. They, they won't, won't tell say you. anything. But they might start acting out and just other things are happening. Where'd so-and-so go? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's so sad. It could be It could be tough. So be just be mindful that there are things that will happen inside your children that you may never know. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. So we went through a lot of stuff. We What we want you guys to do is don't just, oh, no, I can't believe they said that. You know, like, hit us up. <laughs> Leave a comment. Say, hey, I didn't understand this. Or, hey, I feel this way about this. Or, hey, I want to hear more. Like, I didn't get why you were saying this, that, or that, or that. I want to hear more. Or there is something that you we didn't go into depth in. Like, you know, like, we will go into, like, the blending conversation, blending families and things. Like, we will have uh, specific episodes. But if there's something that, that, that you heard. Baby daddy, baby mama trauma. <laughs> oh, man, we got to do that. If you heard something, you want more of it. Or you want us to go more in depth, or you have specific questions, just ask. And maybe we'll have an episode where we just answer questions. So just start asking questions. We'll start tracking all your questions and we'll try to answer them in due time. Awesome. Um, and, you know, message us, whatever. So we're here for you. We're here for We want to see y'all succeed. We want to see y'all succeed. Yeah. And with that being said, this is Love in the Middle. This is episode five. I hope y'all took something good. Something to live on, something to grow on. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> right? We'll see you next time. Yeah. Later.